Hey, there she is, letting us know we're back. This <laughs> episode 26 of Slurp Toast, a podcast. Dang. Yay. Starting year number two. How about that? Nowhere to go but up. Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> so, um, have you recovered from your brush with uh, zaniness? Or zaniness? Or... Of zaniness? Yes, yes, I have recovered from that. Uh... Yep. I did my little phantom illustration. Which was very nice. For my way. own amusement. I huh? liked it very I liked it very much. <laughs> Excuse me. No worries. <laughs> I did too. It was a fun little thing. I uh, cannibalized like uh, a sketch I did of Lobster Johnson. <laughs> the similarities are there. <laughs> yeah, when I found this sketch because I it had the pose. And so I just kind of uh, tweak the pose and, and uh, yeah. Nice. And then, of course, uh, I did finish my Cain Velasquez drawing last night. That one should have been pretty easy, I would think. You know, it, it ended up being a lot easier than I thought. Cain, for as big and scary a guy as he is, is pretty nondescript. Uh, it is. Uh, then I um he's yeah he, it's it's kind of weird because like um he's got this strange hairline uh don't we all well no but i mean <laughs> like this guy it's like so you look in pictures when he's like young right and in the young pictures he's got like this this hairline that like uh that, that just cuts straight across you know it's it's here right mm-hmm. and then you look in later pictures and it starts to kind of widow's peak, but it's a rounded window, widow's peak. So a widow's mound. I don't know. <laughs> Easy. Um, yeah. They write country songs he, about that. Yeah. <laughs> I climbed the widow's mound. Something, something found. Anyway. <laughs> and then, of course, his wrestling days, he's like completely shaved. And so, you know, I, uh, I turned in my drawing at lunchtime today. And uh, I turned off the layers with his hair and the brown pride tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Cyrus is like, oh, you got the you got the face right, but (laughs) it's like, oh yeah, I forgot his hair. (laughs) Oops. Oops. Oh well. Tattoo. But uh, for once, it was an easy tattoo to try and recreate. (laughs) It wasn't like a dragon or some some. Warrior princess. Uh, do it in like uh, courier font for fun. Uh, <laughs> just ridiculous font. No, I actually went out and tried to match the font a little bit. Isn't it just like know? old English? It is. It is. Okay. But you kind of, you know, it's like you look at a font and you go, okay, that's the font. And then you type it out and then you realize that the N is wrong and that the, the there's not enough. Uh, little articulation on the letters and so you go back to the drawing board yeah because it's a tattoo shop i'm sure that they don't have a guy sitting there with like six thousand fonts it's system fonts or nothing you know? yeah exactly yeah no see that at that point that's when i would have actually really gone with like lowercase courier brown power and just called it a day <laughs> brown pride <laughs> Oh no no no! I'm I'm all about the authenticity of my cartoon creations. 
well, speaking of things that are uh, offensive and things that uh, that's like a ham-handed segue. You had something you wanted to talk about. <laughs> I want to jump right into it because I think it's an interesting topic. And we don't do topical stuff very often, so I'm gonna get right to it. So, yeah, usually because we're like a week behind. Yeah, <laughs> two weeks behind. we're on top of things this week. Yeah, everything's been said, so screw it. Yeah, <laughs> we have opinions, but we'll keep them to ourselves. Damn, my beard is getting gray. That's a fact. Good lord. See, mine grows in in patches of gray, and so it looks like there's no beard, and then beard, and then gray again. <laughs> so it right. looks patchy. <laughs> and I found out that the perfect length of my beard, it, 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 it works for about four days, maybe a week, um, because it is just a shade before uh, homeless. Um, it, it, gets, it gets kind of full, not shaggy yet, and then about three days later, it turns into shaggy, and, and you look uh, like you're mine on food doesn't stamps. get shaggy. Mine gets fluffy. <laughs> like the guy, I, I do have a guy that I get once in a, like once every quarter. I go and let him clean up my head, shape up my beard, because you know by that point I've mutilated it. Mm-hmm. And last time it had been more than it'd been like six months probably. And he's like, "Damn, that is big." <laughs> I was like, "Cause it, like the chin gets gets curly." Because, you know, I uh-huh. used to have curly hair, curly-ish hair. So it just all migrated down here, the chin area, which is snow white. This is terrifying. Um, and then, <laughs> like, the sides just kind of bush out if I don't, like, I have to, like, put product in my beard to keep from looking, you know, like Santa Claus, quite frankly, at this point. <laughs> well, like I said, mine gets, gets that point, and, and it does. It, it looks disheveled. It just, everything's fly away. Everything's loose. And that's my topic. That's our topic is beards. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. You're a, you sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> Go ahead. I led you to, I led you to the fountain. Now drink, son, drink. Uh, oh, no, it was one of these. So, okay. So like the Indians changed to the guardians, which, uh, absolutely horrible, 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 horrible nickname. Uh, you know, it, and if Hunter is on here, I was going to suggest the Cleveland car thieves because he's got he's got <laughs> beef with Cleveland. He's got that beef with Cleveland. I thought it was funny. He said he went back to one of the comedy clubs that he performed at, and somebody asked him if he'd ever gotten his stuff back. <laughs> yeah, because because car thieves are known for their uh, generosity Doc- returning stuff after they steal it. That's kind of their thing. <laughs> their jocularity. Yeah, yes. their generosity with their own shit. Um, oh man, yeah. sorry, dude. Here's your hats <laughs> back. What about the car? Oh, I, I totaled it <laughs> out. Been stripped down for parts already. <laughs> but couldn't sell the hats, so here you go. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you don't like the Guardians? I hate the Guardians. I'm not mad for it. I would. I think I would have liked the spiders better. Now, what's the story behind Spiders? Because I've either heard the spi- a, Yeah, it was either a minor league team or ah. a Negro league team. I can't remember. I forgot since last week. But it was a name that had some some baseball history in Cleveland, and a lot of people weren't favorite. And they could have done some really cool stuff logo-wise. I'm like, I'm not a big fan of the new logo, the sort of G with the Thor helmet on it. I don't get. Yeah, I don't it's like when you that. read it, when you go back and you read it, it's like, okay, I get it. I see where everything came from, but I don't think that you should take the inspiration for a baseball team from a, you know, 
uh, Beau Arts Bridge. <laughs> yeah, and um, I and I guess they were making a clean, fresh start, but I don't know why they felt compelled to change the font either, because that was a classic font. You could have kept the font. You could have kept it all, except for Chief Wahoo, but everything you else could have stayed. You could have put the Thor helmet ears on him, right? That could have worked. That could have worked. No, it couldn't have worked. <laughs> no. I, I, you know, you could have done like the Comets to go with the whole rock and roll Bill Haley and the Comets thing. Cleveland Comets has a nice ring to it. The Cleveland Glam. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> How did that work out when Kiss had the uh, Arena League team? I don't think that worked out so well. Was it the Kiss Army? I don't remember what it was. Are you there? Did you freeze? No, it did not work. I think it would have worked better. What? Yeah. There's uh, so many other names that would have worked better. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so neither of us, as you know, we have been at least, you know, casual Indians fans since the 80s. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, not fans of the Guardians name. And the other well, thing, no. go ahead. I was going to say, and also being in the AL Central, I, I see oh, them. Oh, you do a lot <laughs> and i'm just like dreading that team coming to town next because it's going to be like the guardians i'm going to see that stupid logo on these stupid drunks wandering around my stadium just being stupid guardians it's like fuck you it's a lousy name it's a lousy mascot it all sucks <laughs> unless you got peter quill involved here yeah. yeah, now if yeah, if that bridge, if that baseball was shooting lasers and had a spaceship, totally different story. Or if they just left the raccoon on the hat. If they left the raccoon, but of course you'd probably have to go buy that from the Rocket City trash panda. True, true, true. Which Unless since I voted fun. for them, I'm on a mailing list and I get shit from the trash pandas nice. all the time. <laughs> nice. It's like I don't even know where the city is. Yeah, I where I don't either. I was looking at minor league uh, gear just the other day. I mean, you posted a, you posted another a minor league logo that you thought was better than the Guardians logo, which made me think, oh yeah, I like looking at minor league stuff, and I did. So. Oh, totally fun! It's like, um, yeah, the one I sent you was the Canapolis Canapolis uh, Cannonballers. So, so what happens is one of the guys comes into my office. He goes, "What do you think of this?" I go, "It's terrible." He goes, "Have you seen the logo?" And I pulled it up, and he's like. Jesus, he goes, I've seen minor league teams that look better than that. I go, in fact, so have I. Let's go looking. <laughs> <laughs> See, when the boys were playing Little League, our fall ball uh, program, because regular season they use major league teams for the team names. Uh, so for fall ball, which was the developmental league, they used minor league teams, which was a lot of fun. And I was the director of that for several years. So I was always like getting to pick and choose which minor league teams I – was going to use because the first year when I wasn't the director and I was one of the last coaches selected, I got stuck with the, the Lansing Lugnuts. Try explaining is, that to a bunch of four-year-olds. <laughs> it's impossible. Wait, they have snakes and they have, they have, yeah, we're, we're the things that hold the tire on your car. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. a bunch of bolts, my yeah, friends. Yeah. Sorry guys. <laughs> I didn't get a choice. So I made sure I was something cool like the spiders. <laughs> so let's see. From there, I got to be the Round Rock Express one year, which was fun. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, I was made sure that one year when I didn't coach it, I made sure the team Jack was on was the, the Bulls, so I could buy and I have an excuse to buy some Dura Bulls gear. Um, nice. <laughs> one year we were the uh, the bats, the Greenboro Greensboro bats. That was, that was there. We go. It was black and purple. 
So our team had uh, the, the black and purple hat, purple shirts, and we had like gray pants and black socks. They looked pretty oh, sharp nice. when they were chasing the ball around the outfield. Um, <laughs> at least they looked good. I made sure they looked good. But no, the, but with the Cleveland changing their their name, I got to wondering like what other teams would change or could change. Uh huh. I thought uh-huh. of three. That okay. Should be in the three. All right. So the obvious one is the Braves. Which I have a branding idea that you don't have to change that name. Oh, okay. We'll go to my other two after this. Let's hear it. No, no, no. Because I probably I have a feeling that we're going to name the three teams. But anyway. So the Braves, right? Right. Okay. So here's here my all you do is you do like an like like the all-star game. Mm-hmm. You put a star in there, you make the color a brighter blue, you do some red and white stripes, and now it's the land oh. of the free, home of the Braves. All you've got to do is make people forget the tomahawk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the and trick. Then, and more importantly, the screaming Indian head <laughs> from the Hank Aaron days. <laughs> If you can get people I think the to bigger forget part, that. I think the, the tomahawk chop is your bigger issue right now because it is, thanks to Superstation TBS, has been drilled into the brains of like four generations of baseball fans <laughs> at this point. You're never going to get that out. Of, and I'm doing it with the wrong hand. Yay, yay, yay. Um, so, yeah. So, that's my number one. If, if you could get people, if you got rid of the tomahawk from the Braves logo, and like and I said, you did Uber patriotic. patriotic. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. That could work. Yeah. It would totally rebrand. You could sell that. You just have to be able to forget 40, 50 years of history. <laughs> See, I think that's actually a cool idea. What you do is, and you, you just kind of do a color swap. You, you swap, yeah. the, make the red the primary color instead of the blue. Mm-hmm. You know, so then you take yeah. the whole, yeah, I like it. And you, you oh, know, yeah. Lots of flags, yeah. lots of Lots of flags, rockets, some stars. Rockets. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So we just saved the Atlanta Braves. So we saved the Atlanta Braves because otherwise, what are they going to do? Yeah. What are they going to do? The Atlanta Peaches? And then they're going to have to fight Rockford for that name. (laughs) And and Gina Davis. Are the presidents of the United States. Um, (laughs) Hey, hey. Um, Yeah. I don't. (laughs) The Shermans. I don't. What are you going to do? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're on fire tonight here. Hey! As the Shermans take the field, we're taking this to the sea. They Look are out, marching Savannah, around coming. the bases. <laughs> Probably can't do that one. Damn it. Yeah, but it's pretty good. <laughs> we pretty just good. Under, undermined ourselves. Yeah, that's what we do. All right, so number two uh, on yep. my list uh, is Chicago Blackhawks. Got a solution for them, too. I bet you do. Hit me. Florida State has a deal in place for with the Florida the Seminoles. The okay. Tribe, the Seminoles. Because that was my third one was the Seminoles. They 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 actually all their branding is done um, with their approval and their input to the, to the Seminole Nation. Uh huh. Okay, I like that. That's good. The so they're getting Chicago the action. Right, Chicago could very easily do the same thing. They could also just add a space. So it's not Blackhawks, it's Black Hawks, and you change the logo to a bird. Are you work with uh, with uh, or the Blackhawk tribe? Are you work with the DC? Do a cross branding to get the Blackhawk uh, logo for the World War II 
spider guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's and how Jake design the uniforms? <laughs> Lots of leather. <laughs> Lots of leather. And fish dip for some reason. It's um, a strange look. It's a very militaristic hockey jersey. <laughs> large shoulders. <laughs> the captain's got giant epaulets. It's weird. Just weird. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so you've already... Pantaloons. <laughs> Jod Purs. <laughs> Jod Purs, yes. <laughs> got military uh, top coats and Jod Purs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I actually like that one a lot. Um, oh no, lost the sound. Lost the sound. Can you hear me now? Can't hear you. What? Hold on. Unless I turn you on mute. Could you mute me? Speak again. Hello. Can you hear me now? Try again. Hello. Oh. Hello. <laughs> I actually just pinned it between myself and the chair and turned this out. Oops, off. that'll happen. Um, okay, so <laughs> we've addressed the Braves, we've addressed the the Blackhawks, and we've addressed the Seminoles, which is yeah. the three I had. Did you have another one? The only other one I had was the local team, the Chiefs. Oh, yeah, there's that. But see, again, the Chiefs, it's it's kind of like uh, – actually, it, all you have to do is lose the arrowhead iconography, and I think you're good. Because, like, if you remember the uh, slap shot there, the Charleston Chiefs, and and, and – you know, nobody had any any Indian sort of relations there. But <laughs> much like the Braves, <laughs> you have to forget that sort of late 60s, early 70s marketing where, um, you know, the guy who represented the team was like, uh, dude was just wearing an Indian headdress and a loincloth. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, yeah, there's that. So if you um, can, like, forget that. It, Kristen even has a, a shirt that says Kansas City, and it has a picture of an Indian head on it. And I was like, that's a great, great racially insensitive shirt. <laughs> I was leaving the house yesterday, and I grabbed – I had this really cool red vintage Cleveland Indians T-shirt – and it's got the old Chief Wahoo with the very angular features okay. coming out. And Laura was like, you can't wear that out of the house. And Connor was like, come on, man. I'm like, but you bought it for me, honey. Well, that was a different time. All right. Fine. <laughs> actually, my first thought when they came out with the Guardians was that we were actually living in the age of Brockmeyer uh, running the league. <laughs> you might be right. I thought that 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 can't be right. Why <laughs> not call them the white savages or the white devils? The Caucasians. <laughs> the Caucasians, yes. Uh, I think if there's any others that we missed. No, because most sports teams, you know, they go with the rather generic animal, jaguar, dolphin, raven. Can we fix the Buffalo Bills? So that's just a dumb name. Well, I'm, I'm sure it's a matter of time before Buffalo Bill will be identified as a colonialist. And it's we'll only a matter get... of time. Yeah, that was like my runner-up. Was like, there's it's, they've never put you know put Bill Cody on anything that I'm aware of, but it carries a certain ambiance, if you will. Yeah, but I, I don't think that you know none of your your logo or your branding is you know a cowboy shooting buffalo off the back of a train trying to you know. <laughs> 
sort of genocide by proxy. <laughs> if we kill the food source, we kill the Indians. <laughs> See, this is why you have to teach these things in schools. <laughs> so there's so historical context? You want historical so the, context? So these yeah. jokes don't die. <laughs> I was trying to explain the joke about the, you know, the, that I had, that you asked what the hole in the back of Captain America was, and I was like, oh, that's in case he ever runs into the coward Robert Ford. Okay, <laughs> that joke killed you. It killed me. I tried to tell it to somebody at work. They're like, who's that? I'm like, the guy who shot Jesse James in the back. The coward. I still don't get it. Are oh, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> fucking morons. Read a book. Read a book. Read a book. Hey, speaking of that, yeah, I got I got a new James Elroy to start. So oh, if, if we do the, if if we do this next week or the week mm -hmm. after after I've read the book, it's a good chance I'll just talk in short clipped alliterative alliterative. Oh, yeah, you know. the verbal jazz. <laughs> it's verbal jazz. Yeah, the verbal jazz. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the book centers on uh, Freddie Otash. Who's the one character that like pops up in the LA Quartet as the he's sort yeah. of the questionable cop and then he's the questionable detective and then he works for LA Confidential. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah, I saw it at the bookstore the other day. I didn't grab it, uh, but I need to. Um, I just mm -hmm. I'm reading another Jim Thompson. Um, uh, I can't remember the name of it. I'll tell you in a second. But it's uh, it's I I love his stuff. Um, you will definitely sometime when you get a minute read some of his stuff. Uh, it, it is very much. It's uh, not quite as jazzy as Elroy, but it's in the same same field. I'm reading After okay. Dark, My Sweet. Uh, yeah, as I was say, it was the it was the Elroy that prompted the Gonzo Geek review of Terry Cronin's Skin Investigator, <laughs> which is still on all of his blurbs. You reach out to Terry and see if he wants to talk to us. Yeah, uh, you know, yes. I, I, he once we get once we get one in the bank, we do an interview. Then I'll be ready to talk to other people. I don't want to. I want a softball before we start doing real interviews. Well, I think that Terry's kind of, would be kind of a softball, and since we wouldn't have a video camera to take the girl tape, the girls behind him, I think we'd be okay. <laughs> we did exactly what he asked. Well, yes. In our way, which, which, which is like, hey, here's my line in the sand. Oh, really? We'll That's, over here. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Terry just didn't know us well enough at the time. I'm gonna have to have my guy re-edit this. Is this okay? Hey, you do what you got to do, pal. You got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's you guys spent way too much time on that woman's breasts. You said to do it. And exactly. it's about skin, so there we go. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were helping, thought we were branding. I think we were. I think we were. Um, I had that one comic he was trying to get started on Kickstarter somewhere. Was and, that the one about the horses? Uh, no, I've I never understood the horse stories. This was the one, the cult or quest or I don't know. I almost called it the queef, and I know that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. 
Uh, did you hear that? The, uh, just, there's there's a segue here. I promise. Did you see that? Dusty? <laughs> did you wow, see? this would be impressive to see you jump from that to something else. <laughs> watch me, watch me, and be impressed. <laughs> you saw that Dusty Hill from ZZ Top died today, right? Yes, I did. So I started listening to ZZ Top from the beginning, as I've been doing. They had a third song. Album one is called "The Squanch." The Squanch. <laughs> Nice. I don't know what it's about, but that's the title. I listened to it, and I don't know. I think he said squanch a couple of times, but it was Billy doing his uh, psychedelic blues growl. So, um, but yeah. Okay. So, so now, now that means that I'm going to have to hear this song and see if it does, in fact, relate to Rick and Morty and the character <laughs> oh, Squanchy. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Uh, now I gotta go back and listen to it again. All right, fine. Um, all right, so. Did I ever tell you the my uh, my Dusty Hill? Since we're talking about Dusty Hill and the man passed, uh, I had a run in with because you know ZZ Top from Houston, and I lived in Houston for forever. I did have a run in with Dusty Hill one time. Really? Yeah. So it was while was he out with Billy buying that weird shower cap hat with no, the, the things was, on top? No, he was out with some some hot some hot little mama. Uh, this would have been about nine early ninety six because it was. While we, Laura and I were engaged, and we were looking. Was it a little us. nice girl? <laughs> <laughs> she had legs. That's all I know. Hey. Oh. <laughs> anyway, so we were looking at places for the rehearsal dinner, and one of the places oh. Laura and I liked to eat a lot. Mexican places was this place called Jalapenos, which was there on Kirby Drive. No longer there, mm-hmm. um, but uh, we were on good terms with the owner. He knew us. Blah blah blah. We, so I'm, we took my parents there for for lunch one Saturday so they could check it out. Um, and as we're sitting down, there's only like, it's like, you know, 11, 30, 12 o'clock on a Saturday. The place is pretty much empty. Two or three other scattered tables. And I look up and Dusty Hill is sitting like two tables over. Him and him. Now, you can't tell it's Dusty right away because he's got his beard tucked into his shirt. <laughs> but every time he moves, the beard pulls up. And I'm like, well, okay, it's either, I was like, it's not Billy Gibbons, so it must be Dusty Hill. So, <laughs> That's my brush with Dusty. Oh, man. Oh, it was before man. the day of, like, you know, phones with cameras in your pockets, right? Have a picture of me and Dusty together. You can be sure of that. Oh, man. And the other thing I discovered today while I was listening to the ZZ Top uh, in memoriam, mm-hmm. my two, two most uh, frequently listened to ZZ Top albums are not on Apple Music. Really? DeGueo and okay. El Loco are not on there. It skips from... Tejas in 76 to Eliminator in 83 as if ZZ Top was inactive for like seven years. And I'm going to figure out why that is because I love those two records. Uh, Deguayo, one of my favorite album covers ever. That's the one with like, no, is that the one with that's, everything going on? That's the one with like the skull and the bullets. And yeah, red. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Love that it, okay. We used that part for that Heaven, Hell, or Houston. Yes, uh, we did. UCW thing. Yes, we did. <laughs> also based on a ZZ Top song. Um, which, ironically, um, you know, all those ZZ Top songs sounded weird when I was growing up in Louisiana and when I moved to Houston. Uh, the first place I worked was uh, on the corner of Texas and Austin, uh, which um, is where the narrator of Heaven, Hell, and Houston is passing out handbills. Okay. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> that dude's real. <laughs> I'm there, man. 
what is it? LaGrange came on the radio the other day. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. And I told my daughter, I was like, do you know what this song is about? She's like, no. I go, listen closely. It's about a whorehouse. <laughs> She's like, what? <laughs> every time we drive from Austin to Houston or vice versa, we go through LaGrange. And every time we drive through, I go, oh, how, how, how. <laughs> and I always want some, I want Laura to stop and let me and the boys take a video doing this in front of us to the grain sign doing the ZZ top thing in front of the grain sign, but she never will do it. I don't know. Okay. Man, what a kill joy. Yeah, she's right, though. <laughs> no, it is kind of funny to see like my daughter, it actually got her to look up from her phone um, <laughs> and stop Snapchatting her friends after dance practice. It was like, you just saw them. But I go, they know you're sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what passes for communication. <laughs> I just finished well, practice. I'm sending it looking. to the yeah. I'm sending it to the group chat. I go, wow, scintillating. Right? Yeah. <laughs> did you know this song is about a whorehouse? What? <laughs> she did, made her put the phone down. <laughs> did you know that uh, the guy who was instrumental in shutting down the whorehouse was on the still on the news in Houston until about 2000 ish? Marvin Zindler. I witnessed news. He then was like the consumer reporter finding slime in the ice machine once he shut down the whorehouse. What did he find in the whorehouse? What kind of slime, slime? in the ice machine? <laughs> I believe that's a euphemism, but I'm not sure. <laughs> I was wanting to run Sorry. into him somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to run into him in the wild in Houston someday and ask him how he felt about being portrayed by Dom DeLuise. Because <laughs> that's what the best little whorehouse of Texas is about. Oh, really? Yes. No, it's I didn't know that. the same whorehouse. Wow. How, 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 how. Exactly. Oh, man. Did you teach the boys to drive? Uh, I worked with them, but they had to do a certain amount of, uh, well, we did like beginning stuff. Yeah. But they had to do okay. a certain amount of like, you know, driver's ed stuff. So I drove them and the closest one we could find that we could get it done in a hurry was in San Marcos, which is about 30 miles away. So I drove, for like one, oh, man. I drove them down there for every morning for like a week and they went driving around San Marcos with this old dude. I was up half price books in the outlet mall and whatever. <laughs> I know how to drive. Yeah, exactly. Are you teaching yeah. your daughter how to drive? Yeah, yeah. How's that going? Um, uh, she got frustrated with me. She actually didn't talk to me one night afterwards because I just would we'd drive and I'd be like, turn right here. She's like, well, but I, I always go this way. I go, so what? Go right here. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, she's afraid of driving on actual roads, so she's uh -huh. real good in empty parking lots. Sure. Uh, but uh, she was driving Kristen's car, which is smaller than mine and lighter and a smaller engine. So I took her from driving in my car, and I was okay. like, okay. I so go, what, so first thing you... What are the cars? Hold on. What's Kristen driving these days? Subaru Forester. Okay. All right. Yep. With the little four-cylinder engine. Yep. And Subaru driving. Outback with the six. Nice. Okay. <laughs> which uh, is is a much much faster faster heavier yeah. bigger car. Maybe so we get in engine that thing needs. Uh, it is more <laughs> than it needs because yeah. When I went to buy it, 
my, my, my plan when I went to buy the cars, I looked at their inventory. I was just going to get a price for my car and then leave because they didn't have anything. And I walk in and there's this car sitting on the dealer showroom that hasn't been shown in inventory. And I'm like, oh, crap. It's the package I want, the color I want. Uh, shit. <laughs> um, so then, so my saving grace is like, well, it's got the six cylinder engine in it. And I was like, oh, that's too much engine. I don't want that. And they're like, well, why don't you test drive this one with the six? And they had like a highway CDL place next to the um, car dealership. Okay. And it was after hours. So I was out there in this outback blowing through the cones and <laughs> <laughs> and ended up buying the car. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds familiar because Jack's taking our Subaru with him to college. So uh -huh. We now have three cars because a couple of weekends, three weekends ago, Laura decided we needed another car. So we went and she'd see kind of the same situation. There was one that she had seen. It was a pre-owned. We were going to go look at that. It wasn't done with the the inspection and everything. And so they bring out this one and, and she drives it. And it's pretty much exactly the car she wants anyway. And so, yeah, we bought the car the next day. So, yeah. yeah. We have three cars. Nice. Well, we're, we're about to get a third, I'm sure, so that Babe can drive Kristen's old car. But she, she doesn't, she hates, she doesn't, they make fun of my car. It's like, oh, we don't like your car. Your car is dumpy. I go, granted, it is a station wagon, but, you know, she gets in there, power seats, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I can see. I go, what do you mean? She goes, mom's seats don't go up this high. So now she gets in there, and my first words to her are like, look, this car is bigger than mom's, it's longer than mom's. Most importantly, it's faster than mom's, a lot faster than mom's. I go, so you don't have to push on the, the you know, cha chump, chump. Ah, this is weird. You're. <laughs> got launched did you yeah so now we're driving around the parking lot and i had her just basically driving circles around all the uh the light poles in the parking lot go inside go outside so you know she kind of gets the the feel of turning the car and you know and she's afraid to go on the road i finally said look babe i go there's nobody out here just get on the road so we get on the road and she takes off right and I said, you know, no, remember what I said. She goes, what? I go, the car is faster because it's bigger. You don't feel speed the same way. She's like, okay, why? You know, what, what's the speed limit here? And I look over, I go, it's about half of what you're doing. <laughs> 45 miles an hour. <laughs> wow. 25 mile an hour thing. And she's just, yeah, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> so did your dad teach you to drive? A little bit, I because we I took it in high school as yeah. a high school class. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, okay. it might have been like a summer high school class, but yeah. Interesting. And it was you drive like the little course that they set up and stuff, and and you know, I mean, I don't know the driver's ed guy. I think he 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 must not have been much longer for that world because he was just itchy, trigger finger, jumpy kind of. Oh God, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, we still laugh in my house about the first time my dad took me to practice driving. Remember that big white car we had? 
Uh, yeah, because I told Kristen, I said, what we need to get Babe is a, either, I go, an old Monte Carlo. She goes, no, I go, how about a big old white Crown Vic? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what makes you think of that? I go, it's Bruce's car. <laughs> Thing was a beast, man. So, so that's the car I learned to drive in. So he took me one Sunday afternoon, me and Deva, to, it was before the Blue Laws were rescinded. It must have been because we were in like a department store parking lot. And so I'm driving, and he says, all right, hit the brakes. Now, he had tricked that car out. It had cop shocks, and it had power <laughs> brakes. And I, it was my first time behind the wheel. I hit the brakes, just like he said. I stood that thing on his nose. Ava was halfway across, over the seat. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? You said hit the brakes. Okay, you don't have to just press them down the next time. Okay. Right. I stopped that thing on a dime, and it was that's the great thing about like like i was thinking about it, it's like yeah man we had indestructible cars we really did you know, it wasn't like we were driving the the pre pre-rape band that arthur drove <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to be fair more like a date rape band <laughs> yeah it did have a bed in the back and a convertible couch so yeah you can have drinks first. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Mustang and the Fiero were not solid steel, but I know I put that Mustang through hell, and it always bounced back. So, God, I was it. Remember uh, uh, the the uh, English kid we worked with at Arby's? Yes, Steve Ritchie. Yeah. Wow, there's a deep dive. I knew it was Steve, but I couldn't figure it. But I remember him talking about taking. In his Mustang, because he had like the the the, the newer 5.0 yeah. look, like terrible chunks of I don't know what the hell they were going for, aesthetic. Uh, you know, oh the DeLorean looks good. Let's make it a little jazzier, and that's the Mustang. Those late 80s Mustangs. Oh. I remember him talking about going to Baton Rouge and back in like 45 minutes or something like that. Some ridiculous. No, an hour. It was an hour to go to wow. Baton Rouge and back. And it was oh, like, yeah. how did you do that? And he was like, it's hey, so on the bridge. You know, there's no <laughs> cops on the bridge. So true story. <laughs> Once you clear Bro Bridge, yeah, it's pretty much. It's pretty much wide open until you get across the basin. It used to be. I don't think it is anymore. I think they've got cut throughs now where they lay in wait. <laughs> but it used to be, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was told my dad last weekend. I remember one time when you were flying in from college in New Orleans and I drove over with your folks to pick you up in y'all's van. Huh? And we got a flat on that thing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. So your dad oh. and I were out there trying to change that flat. And every time a semi went by, that bridge just went. <laughs> it bounced. Uh, this is a stupid way to die. Because everything <laughs> would just blow by. And that bridge would bounce. And then it would go by. The bridge would the bounce. Bridge would... <laughs> and my dad was telling me, like, when they were building that. He, he must remember that. Um, like, they'd lay the pylons in one night. And they'd go back the next day and they'd already shifted like one way or the other. So it took them forever to build just that span of bridge in the swamp because they couldn't get the pilings to stay square. <laughs> that, that fills me with so much confidence <laughs> driving right. across that bridge. Yeah. Hey, Roma yeah. Show, you don't ever talk about this in your books. <laughs> yeah. so speaking of my dad, you'll appreciate this. My dad turned 86 last week. Damn. So, so uh, Jack and I went over there uh, last weekend. My folks wanted to see him before he goes away to college. Uh, he's going to hang out with some of his friends over there. I was doing some stuff with my dad. 
that he wanted done. And um, I bought some new vans a few weeks ago, kind of for Father's Day. Um, there's the, the lace up, uh, <laughs> I call them the old man vans because they got the kind of like the Nike Air sole, the cushy sole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because um, you can't you can't wear regular vans anymore because they make your feet hurt. I have, like, still they, have some of those. I'm not giving those up, but these are nice. These are comfy, <laughs> and uh, and uh, I took them off. And my dad was, "Ooh, I like those." And so my mom was like, "Well, will you help me find those, and I'll get some for my father." <laughs> okay, sure. Well, they were yeah, like the cool. ones I got. The color combination I bought was a was a um, was a limited edition. So I got home Saturday. I'm like, "Oh shit, can't find them. Can't find them. Finally, I found one place that had them." And they had dad's size. I sent them to mom. So mom went, okay, thanks. He said he, because apparently he tried mine on after I went to bed one night, um, <laughs> which is fine. Um, but she's like, he said, I really don't need it, but I really like them. So now my 86 father's going to be walking around in some limited edition van kicks, which I think is hysterical because, oh, you know, yeah. we've been wearing vans for 40 years and they've been the bane of his existence for that long. But uh, anyway, <laughs> can't wait to see Big Dave in his vans. Oh yeah, he rolls up on a you know wraparound Oakleys on a skateboard, <laughs> and a hat turned backwards. Yeah, you got <laughs> cargo shorts, cargo shorts, and a you know yeah flannel shirt, oversized concert T-shirt. He does have the oversized flannel shirt. Nirvana <laughs> concert T-shirt. <laughs> oh, hello, fellow teens. <laughs> Hey, I'm a teenager just like you. Yeah, it's the worst episode kids. of 21 Jump Street. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. <laughs> uh, hey, I found out Barrett listens to the show regularly. Nice. Well, yeah, because he goes, I feel, he sent me a note. He's like, I feel like I've caught up watching you and Bruce talk every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Um, well, thanks, Barrett. We appreciate it. And my mom so at least we my, know that we're not boring people. <laughs> well, my mom, my mom said she listened to part of the last one, and my response was, "Why would you do that?" <laughs> and she said, "Well, I wanted to hear Connor's song, and then y'all started talking, and I just turned it off." I'm like, okay, that's fair. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Um, and my cousin Mary Day apparently listens on the reg, so we've got a couple of regular listeners. So well, that's it. fun. Yeah, yeah, we're getting there. As long as we, you know, keep it light, keep it moving. So the other Don't thing get too was, political. Yeah, with, yeah, that's no point. Um, did you ever watch Black Widow? No, because uh, we were going to last night, but my wife has been watching Virgin River on Netflix, which is like a what? soap opera. Tim Matheson, when every time he comes on the screen, I'm like, ah, damn glad to meet you. Ah, damn glad to meet you. <laughs> Anytime he comes on the screen in anything. In anything. <laughs> oh, look, there he is in burn notice. Damn glad to meet you. <laughs> he really he really should have said that in burn notice. It was a missed opportunity. It would have worked on that show. It was, absolutely would have worked. <laughs> hey, kiddo, damn glad to meet you. <laughs> it would have worked. It would have absolutely totally worked. Or like Sam. So you're <laughs> Sam Axe. Yeah, I'm glad to meet you. Exactly. You're right. Let's just go back in time. We'll fix that show. <laughs> we can fix it all. Just give us a chance. Except oh, but it, my hairline. But otherwise, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we, we, uh, she watches that. So uh, I, I was treated to the Tim Matheson uh, as the, the worldly town doctor. And I don't know. Uh, uh, mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. That makes me laugh. 
Yeah, I couldn't remember his character's name in Animal House, but I just—I know he's the Otter. No, was he Otter? No, I, Flounder was uh, Flounder the fat was, kid. And uh, Pinto, what's his face? Pinto was Tom Bowles. Boone was the other guy. Well, you know, I got Damn it! Phone. I got my phone. I got it. I got it. Where? Otter, you're right. He was Otter. Thank you. Thank you. I saw that movie way too young. I saw that movie when I was like 11. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that far behind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had some friends. Uh, I probably met them, the LeBlancs and, and Lake Charles, and they had older kids, so the parents were hanging out in the kitchens, and they just send us into the other room, and well, the older kids were watching had... Animal House on Showtime, and I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Can we watch it again? What am I? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't really what did it for me, but okay. Time <laughs> for the, uh, the the pillow fight in the, the sorority house. Yeah, that certainly changed my perspective on things. <laughs> May we dance with your dates? May we dance? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I used to touch fawn this way. I know. She told me. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, it, it's it's kind of hard to watch him on screen playing this kind of, you know. And uh, the leads, my, my wife's watching it. The leads, the one lead, uh, he's the nice guy, the good guy, right? Right. So he, he at the beginning of the show, he's got a girlfriend. Uh, they break up. Two days later, he is now trying to get into the pants of this new girl in town whose husband had died like a year ago. And so they have this on again, off again, and they're always talking about the relationship. And And I finally told my wife, I go, I know you think Jack's wonderful, but he's a creep. He's got a girlfriend pregnant with twins. He's out here trying to score and declare his love for this other woman, whom once he convinces her that they're in love, he dumps her because he's not sure he can handle, make her happy and take care of the unborn twins from his girlfriend. And then not a, no, two episodes later, he's back declaring his undying love. I go, that's not a good guy. That's that's Jerry Springer level. Kind of. Yeah. Oh, this, this thing is, is crazy as just, you know, it's got an evil twin it's got nice. an abusive ex-boyfriend that they bury in the woods. And because it takes place in northern Washington, they've got their own little murder mountain thing. So you've got a drug dealer. Oh, it's... What is it called? <laughs> it's called Virgin River. Virgin River. Okay, I'm writing that down. I'm not going to watch it, but I'm writing it down for the show notes. And oh, hell yeah. That, that fucking pimp it. What the hell? <laughs> Virgin River, kids. You heard it here first. Or most recently, at least. Most you know, I was like, yeah. while you were describing the beauty of Virgin River, I was thinking Tim Matheson is also on This Is Us. He oh, plays he, he plays in the flashbacks to when Mandy Moore yeah. and Milo Vitamiglia are getting together. Vermicelli, yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever the hell his name <laughs> is, I don't know. Because um, he's from the wrong side of the tracks, and she's from the country club set. Of and he plays her uptight country club dad which is really kind of funny because it's very oh, much so, like so, otter grown up yeah so yeah he's gone from playing otter to playing the guy from the other fraternity yeah exactly he's niedermeyer <laughs> not niedermeyer kent not Niedermeyer. kent he's kent there we go kent yeah it's good for niedermeyer to kent yes. <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> yeah, anytime he shows. And Laura will do it too. Anytime he shows a little scream, she'll go, Sam, glad to meet you. <laughs> and that makes, that's another reason I love that woman. Yeah, we're getting ready to go to the uh, Outer Banks. Yeah. Another Netflix show, Outer Banks, which is about these attractive teenagers who, I don't know, one group has found like millions of dollars in lost pirate treasure. The creepy father of the creepy kids, you know, in town uh, killed the father of the nice kid and is trying to steal the gold from the kids. Another all over the roadmap or, you know, all over the map kind of a show that um, my daughter is going to marathon the new season which even though it's called Outer Banks takes place in the Bahamas, which I'm like, so it's OBX Bahamas. It's like a CSI spinoff already. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't go uh, wrong, wrong show. Yeah, yeah wrong show. <laughs> don't go. <laughs> oh God, yes. They're planning on, on, on binge watching that before we go. So they'll be all caught up. And it's like the show's filmed in Georgia. It's nothing like what we're going to see. So where the Outer Banks is where? Carolinas. Okay. North Carolina. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we're going we're going south. We're going to Port Aransas next week. So we'll, Okay. Where is that at? Uh down near South Padre Island, South Texas. Oh okay. Beach. Still wait for a few days before the boys head out. So one of them's going to Dallas? Yes, Jack goes to UT Dallas uh, middle of August. Mm-hmm. And we and have, Connor goes to DePaul uh, Labor Day weekend. We got we got move in times today. So, the Chicago DePaul. The Chicago DePaul, yes. Oh hell, um, okay. Barrett's up there. <laughs> yeah, no, he's already reached out to me. Oh, has he? Thanks okay. again, Barrett. Yeah, he's reached out. Laura's got a, a a lawyer friend that she's worked with for years. I'm like, go ahead. So we have got legal counsel, and that's good. Nice. That's important. Well, and right now, uh, Baron sent me a note. He's saying that uh, they don't have any. They have like a up down two story. They live on the first floor. They rent out the second floor. Oh yeah. And they have no tenants on the second floor right now. Well, so I paid for uh, I paid for Jack's room and board yesterday. I haven't paid for okay. coverage yet, but uh, maybe next year if it's still available, we might look into that. Yeah, I don't know how far away they are from the school, but in Chicago, everything's a train right away. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. Thanks for that info. No, it's kind of funny. Speaking of everything being like a train right away, so after college, I would go visit uh, Baron in Chicago. And we would always kind of, we would kind of go hit like the same places. And so there was a, there was like an Italian restaurant that we would go to several times. And so we have spare time one day and we've been going there, you know, off and on for a while. And he's like, is there anything you want to see before you go? And I was like, yeah, I kind of want to see Wrigley Field. Uh, it turns out Wrigley was like two and a half, three blocks from this restaurant. <laughs> oh, really? The whole time? <laughs> Turn around, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And much like Lambeau Field, it's just there. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like uh, we went to Green Bay once, and I was like, I want to see Lambeau, and you're driving through this neighborhood. So imagine driving through your neighborhood and like how you come up maybe on a school or a church. Imagine that's a football stadium. 
I, I can because that's what happened the first time we went to visit uh, Lars people in South Bend. We were driving through this neighborhood, and all of a sudden, there was touchdown Jesus. Just bam, <laughs> right in the middle of the neighborhood. Regis Philbin, right there, right? <laughs> exactly. Hey, oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so weird because you kind of think that Wrigley Field's this big mythical structure, and uh, not so much. <laughs> so much, yeah. I told Laura earlier to kind of just bring it back around. Sometime when we go to visit Connor in the appropriate season, uh, I'm going to require a Blackhawks game because I've never been to an NHL game. I've been to an AHL. Oh. We used to have a you have a minor league team in Houston, but I don't think yeah. it's the same. It's it's not. It's much faster. You know, um, the pass. I, I mean, the, the the level of play between NHL and minor league hockey. It's the same as the play between minor league baseball and sure. we took babe to a minor league team the northern independent league so these are non-affiliated oh just guys who haven't given up on the dream Beer league yeah and there he is uh, he's throwing an 84 mile an hour four seam fastball <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh and he bounces that slider in front of the plate um <laughs> we're there in seats uh behind home plate like the only thing between us and the umpire's back is the net, right? Wow. Okay. It it's minor league field? baseball. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, maybe 10 feet, but yeah. Um, we're there for three innings and Babe turns around and says, when does the baseball game start? Okay. Yeah. See, I've been trying to convince someone, anyone from my family to go with me to a uh, Corpus Christi Hooks game while we're on our vacation because it's where we're going to be right there. And, and their stadium is Waterburger Field. Oh. <laughs> and they have, I mean, sadly, it may be less about the baseball and more about the deer because they have some really cool Waterburger themed attire pieces. There's like this really great Navy cap with the state of Texas done. In the orange with like the Waterburger swirls inside of it, and I oh, kind of cool. really, and I kind of really want that hat. <laughs> well, you may be able to swing by the ballpark. Yeah, just I'm thinking. Shop. Yeah, we did that when Connor was diving. We it was in the off season. I do have a, a hooks hat from then, and it was the off season. So I'm going to require a stop. But they had this really got to look it up because they have this they have this great jersey that's been sold out for forever. But it's got like the Waterburger wrapper, and it's for the honey buttered biscuit. And it just says, it's like this, it's all these god-awful orange and white stripes. It says honey butter biscuits or something. It's terrible. It's terrible, but you still want one because it's just that terrible. It's just that terrible? Okay. <laughs> okay. So is, who is this again? The Corpus Christi Corpus Hooks? Corpus Christi Hooks, yeah. Every now and again, I, I, I remember that we actually are doing this on computers. So <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what was Tim Matheson's name in Animal House? If only I had a large supercomputer in my hand. <laughs> Whataburger Field. Oh my God! Celebrate Whataburger Collection. That's it. Oh God, that's awesome. <laughs> what are you looking at? The jersey? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that amazingly awful? Honey butter. Oh my God. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh hell. Look, up, look at the hats and find the navy hat with the orange Texas. Oh, wait a minute. It's like a, oh, wait a minute. I found the orange one. Oh, well, that's nice with the Texas outline in the uh, Waterburger stripes. Yeah. 
Oh, you can pre-order that honey biscuit uh, collection jersey. It's there's no point. I never bucks. get to wear it out of the house, so there's no point. Uh, but uh, true enough. <laughs> I had this awful thought today because the Waterburger sold out to some Chicago company uh-huh. two years ago, so they're not actually a Texas company anymore. Technically, in Chicago. Wouldn't it be funny if they flipped that from being an Astros affiliate to like a Cubs affiliate? Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> right now the Astros farm system is oh. all in Texas. Uh, really? Yeah. It's Corpus Christi, Round Rock, and they hit a deal with what was an independent minor league team in Sugarland, which is uh, oh. a Houston I- suburb. Uh-huh. And that's their triple A team now. So essentially, if they want to call somebody up, they need to just allow time. They literally drive. just call them up and drive and say, over. We're sending it, well, we're going to send the chopper because you'll never make it to Sugarland <laughs> downtown in time for the game. So we'll send that chopper, but you'll be here to start tonight. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, that jersey is killer. That, that is, is, that is that phenomenal. Is, it, it really is. It's amazing cross-branding. It really is. And I've, oh, seen, I've got... I've seen it on someone. I've seen a. Let me put it, I've seen a photo of it on someone. I've not seen it in person, but a guy that I used to coach baseball with in Houston, his son has one, and he's frequently in his dad's pictures in that, and it is hideous and amazing. Oh man, you know, <clears throat> yeah, it was kind of funny because we found the uh, well, the uh, the Canopolis, the guy, the baseball cannonball, like being right. shot out of a cannon. Um, that 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 started with the Guardians. It's like I could find minor league baseball, you know, a hundred times better than this. And I almost typed in Copa <laughs> to get all the. Uh, there's one the Copa issue teams. the Luchadors. Huh? There's one. Oh issue yeah, yeah. Luchadors. And there's another one that I really like. It's the Guerreros, and it's like a big Mayan warrior face. That one is cool. I wear my. Uh, I have a Chicharroni's hat. Nice. I have, the, I, I have the mariachis, and that's like my go-to. It's the, the mariachi skull. <laughs> oh, that's a great one. I was I, uh, the evil eye, which I wear less often. The, the Cyclops oh, oh, the cow, Maldi, oh, or whatever. Yeah, that the, the Cyclops <laughs> cow. Yeah, I have that one too. I wanted to pick up a, a picantes, and I actually kind of like the elotes too. The the corn, corn, the angry corn. But no, I wear the the chicharrones hat to Royals games because the Columbia Fireflies, the non Copa team, is now a Royals minor league affiliate. Nice. Very nice. It's like all of it just came together. And so now I wear my Chicharroni's hat to the game and people are like, what you got a pig on your hat for? <laughs> <laughs> your your uh, trash pandas have also have a Lucha themed Copa hat. Oh, they do? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, well it's, now. <laughs> it's a raccoon in a mask. Uh, I can't remember what I saw. Uh, That's a Inception level shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was a circle game, so you know how we play. <laughs> True enough. Yeah. Okay, so now we're on the <clears throat> come on, trash pandas. And let's go to the shop. Oh, wow. Trash pandas, trash pandas. I don't I see think, any. I uh, think it's them because it's like a Copa. It's like a raccoon and a Lucha mask. Hold on, maybe I got the wrong team. Hold on, I'm looking. Okay. Let's 
Now this is exciting, exciting uh, podcasting. This is two, very guys doing, <laughs> two guys internet doing two guys doing searches. Yeah, <laughs> we're a little shop. for minor league. There's the pointy boots, oh, the Amarillo, uh, which has got like the uh, the narco long pointy tip boots. That was pretty good. Um, I'm scrolling. Um, the New York Hefe's, oh the Brooklyn Hefe's, is pretty good. Um, I'm looking. No, I just I, I think it's actually they. I like that they're doing the sort of you know the outreach, um, but also the. Um, I mean, they're having fun with it, and it does seem like more and more teams are kind of embracing it. I guess under the sort of uh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll sell some more merchandise. I like the uh, the lowriders de Fresno. That one is cool. <laughs> that one's sweet. Uh, yeah, my children already accused me of being a. Okay, I apologize. It was it's the Hudson Valley Renegades, and they're the Phenomenos Enmascarados. But it, so maybe it's a bear, but it sure looks like a Phenomenos Enmascarados de Valle de Hudson. Enmascarados. So yeah, see. so the the Copa is a fun thing that minor league does. Oh, found him. There you go. <laughs> I did not spell that even close. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love going to that every year. Just I had forgotten up until this point this year to see what they had. And I was after you posted that picture, I'm like, oh, I like looking at minor league gear. Let's see what we got. And then it said Copa. I'm like, oh, I haven't looked at Copa this year. And That's down right. the rabbit hole I went. <laughs> I, I think it's fun. And it's actually fun because like, I also have a uh, Chihuahua's hat. Nice. That I'll wear in baseball games too. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I was telling somebody if I go, you know, Joe and Tiffany lived there for a year, and uh, he, they were talking about tell? they even have a running of the. He did for one year. Okay. Uh, uh, but they have a running of the Chihuahuas event. <laughs> Just that little rat dogs loose. <laughs> Uh, I was telling Jack on our trip to Houston last week that I had driven every mile of I-10 from Florida to El Paso. And I was saying, you know, when you get to El Paso, if you look left, you can see Mexico. He was like, no, I'm like, yeah, the river is right there. Literally. It's right <laughs> Joe's there. office. Yeah, Joe's office. He's like, I overlooked the river and right into Mexico. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have ever told you this story. When I was working as a paralegal, we had a case uh, down in the valley uh, in Rio Grande City. Okay. Um, and we went down for some depositions and some hearings one time and stayed at this really groovy old hotel, uh, you know, sold and had one phone in a hall kind of thing. And our, our, one of our experts was the sheriff for Hidalgo, Hidalgo County. I think it was Hidalgo County. But anyway, so one night he took me and the two attorneys in his police, uh, Bronco across the border for Cabrito. We went to this little shit stand in the back of a gas station. It was the best goat I ever had in my life. We didn't stop at the cross. Uh, only goat you've ever had? <laughs> I've got other goat. That was damn good. Uh, but like we got to the border crossing, he just waved us, waved, they waved us through. No stopping, no nothing. Just 
we drove well, over. you were in the cop car, right? Yeah, we were in the cop <laughs> car. So we were a known quantity, at least he was. But yeah, it was, it was like every one of those books you ever read. Yeah, it was just like that. Wow. Yeah, that was cool. kind of cool. It was <laughs> kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. We were sitting around, and if I'm either I'm embellishing or remembering it correctly, but I swear we sat around an open fire eating goat. Um, <laughs> well, that sounds lovely. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was baby goat, so. It was baby goat. Yeah, it's tender. It's like meal. It's going to make a goat noise, so I'm excited against it. <laughs> it's Jim Brewer. Oh wow! <laughs> My wife's least favorite Saturday Night Live character of all time is Goat Boy or Goat, goat boy. Man or whatever. Goat Boy, yeah, she hates Goat Boy. Well, of course, I, I have my Goat Boy impression nailed because that's what marriage is. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly how marriage. <laughs> That and that and the Hannibal uh, Lecter noise. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Oh man! I think I might get one of those Hiroshima cart hats. That's a good looking hat. That's a good looking hat. That uh, they've got a T-shirt to go. So I like. Do I get the T-shirt? Do I get the hat? Do I get the hat? Do I get the T-shirt? There are some cool ones for like the, the Mexican baseball league too, but uh, they're harder to find. <laughs> For one year, I looked up Mexican baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I remember one year I bought. When we, I think I told you a few weeks ago we were talking about the Negro League. We we about playing that uh, that uh, Earl Weaver baseball game, and one of yeah. Byron for whatever reason we set up the teams. Byron had some sort of this weird chicken theme through all of his teams. So one year they had a, like a chicken team in the Mexican League. So I bought him a chicken hat. So I know there's some pretty cool, um, pretty cool hats there too. Well, that was I, I found one team that was in um, Saltillo. Oh, you went there. And you know the black, the the Acadiana High uh, Spanish club always paid to uh, send kids to that school in Saltillo. I remember you going. And uh, I went that one year, and uh, we were, it was kind of funny with the magic of Google Maps. Right? <laughs> so I've, I, Frank was back there. I don't know what he was doing, and and he was looking up something. And it, I looked down, and it was Mexico. And I said, hey, man, do me a favor. I want you to close in on, I go type in Saltillo, Mexico. So he zooms in. I go now zoom down, now zoom down. And I'm looking at it, looking at it, looking at it, looking at it, looking at it. And I'm like, OK, there, the church. He goes, what about it? I go, zoom in on the church. So he zooms in on the big central church in Saltillo, right? I go, zoom in, zoom in. And, I, and I'm sitting there, I go, OK, let's go. Let's kind of, I go, kind of slide it this way, slide it that way. I go, good, stop. He's like, what am I doing? I go, that's where I had my first kiss. <laughs> Her name was Maria. She was worked she a, for the bank. I was going to say she was a bank teller, wasn't she? I remember that. She was like eight years older than I was. I go, that's 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 where I, I go, right there, probably on that bench or the one next to it. Because <laughs> we did street view. And I'm like going, yeah, it's right there. <laughs> I go, and that's an interesting fact about me. And then I walked out of his office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. 
the wonders of Google Street Maps, Street View, and Maps is something else, man. That's exactly. how I just, that's how I discovered from last week's podcast that you know Southwest Championship Wrestling was like a mile away from where I was at church camp. Yeah, that's okay. Beep, beep. Oh shit! Bang! It's right there. Yeah. It's right there. But Saltillo does have a team, the Saraparreras, which is what? apparently Saraparias. It, it means actually it translates to Sarapi wearers. They put a lot of thought into that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no, that's too bad. I was hoping for something cool. <laughs> <laughs> Although they do they do have like one jersey that just says Saltillo across it. I'm like, okay. I could get that. I'll wear it to the Mexican restaurant and no one will speak English to me. (laughs) (laughs) And I know enough Spanish that I actually can talk to the waitresses a little bit, Mm -hmm. which is funny because a lot of times I go to lunch with Frank and they will ask me questions about Frank in Spanish. (laughs) What questions are they asking about Frank in Spanish? They're asking if if he, they go, do you have any embarrassing stories about him? You know, digame, digame. And I'm like, uh, you know, I'm trying to think. That's like, I really don't. The only one I have is that uh, we went to lunch uh, in St. Louis uh, with Ann, Ann Stebbins. And Ann and I are sitting on one side of the booth. Frank is on the other. And she's talking about how cute he is and how pretty his eyes are. (laughs) And Frank has turned bright, screaming red. And, I, and I, she's like, he's so cute. I go, oh, all the women love him. I go, whatever these designers were working with on the hotel, they just gaga. Because I could see it, it's his eyes. And, and Frank is, I go, you know, he is right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, What's on your desk? This week? What's on your desk? What's on my desk? Ah. Uh, Damn it, uh, left it. Oh, wait a minute, I got it. Okay. <laughs> We're gonna go with Funko again. That's like a theme here. Well, yeah, I have the other half of last week's- uh, uh, Oh, Mr. Monopoly. Yeah, the Mr. Monopoly head. Oh, jeez. Turn, turn it upside down and his mustache would look like eyebrows. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, wait a minute, can we do the- <laughs> <laughs> That's disturbing in ways I don't even wanna ponder. That's good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days we're going to edit all this together and put the videos out. All right. So it's not quite on my desk, but. What's Funko desk Free- adjacent? It's desk adjacent. It's over there next to the computer. So that would be desk adjacent. Yeah. So anyway. Funko did add icons, which I think are fun. So they'll do like Ronald McDonald or the Frankenberry, you mm-hmm. know, serial things. I think they've given up or they've run out of add icons because now they're just doing food packaging where they've put arms and legs on them. Okay. So I'm going to say this is one of their more imaginative products. <laughs> <laughs> Why did they not put the eyes and the mustache where the eyes and the mustache would logically go? Don't know. <laughs> but it's just, uh, I don't I know. I like but... the idea of the Pringle can as, as we're, I'm just a bill, 
but I just think. My God, it is just a bill. It does look like it's just a bill. You just um, kind of squeeze that in a little bit and make it depressed. <laughs> I just don't understand why he has two faces. Uh, it's just the way God made him. But he's got, he does have a little Pringle chip, you know. Mm -hmm. I always like watching these guys. I don't watch a lot, but you know, when they do the, the unboxing, they very carefully with the knife and they're woo, and then they pull it out. And I, I always like it when they're disappointed because <laughs> they're like, oh, sure. I can't wait to see what's inside. <sighs> Is it a blind box, that one? Sometimes. No, but this one, no, this comes in a regular packaging where you can see what it is when you open it up. Um, you know, it, it doesn't have any nutritional information, which I think well, is a, a, a definitely a missed opportunity. Well, but it's probably <laughs> accurate for Pringles. No nutritional value. <laughs> wow, it says grease, salt, and chip-like structures. <laughs> Chip residue. It, chiplings, chiplets. <laughs> sawdust. I believe Pringles are made from sawdust based on the way they dissolve in my mouth. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Somebody had Pringles in the office the other day. And I couldn't resist. I did the little duck bill. Of course. You have <laughs> I'm, to. I'm sitting at my desk. You know, and I've got the little duck bill walking by. People are coming in there like, Steve, I got to. Wow, really? <laughs> How else are you supposed to eat a Pringles? That's the only possible way to eat Pringles. <laughs> Turn it back to back. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to say, this is actually one of the funnier of the food products. Some of them, when they say they're lazy, they literally are just, oh, look, I made a box and I put the, the cereal logo on the box or a Coke can. And then, of course, they came out with a cherry Coke can. And I'd like to buy the world of Coke, Coke can. And Did they do? They do Twinkie the Kid and King Ding Dong. And they've done them. Done them. They did already them. Okay. done. Uh, Which, okay. Never mind. Yeah. No, they've done a bunch. I mean. What about the Fruit Pie the Magician? Do they do Fruit Pie the Magician? I got a Fruit Pie the Magician. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes. Goddamn right you do. Motherfucker. Yeah. No, they did like, yeah, they did Twinkies, uh, Chester Cheetah. I mean, it's a fun line to collect. Uh, they did. I didn't even know the toaster pastries had a little toaster mascot. Um, I did they not do. know that either. I keep waiting for them to do the helping hand. Oh, and if we can get a talking one. one with Chris Parnell's voice, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he'd be willing to cash that check. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a... It's kind of, it's a fun line in, but these character ones, you're just kind of, they did Kraft macaroni and cheese, which you're kind of looking at and kind of going, I don't see how this is interesting at all. But I bet they moved a lot of units. I think they did move a lot of units. They did the hot tamales packaging. Um, Instead of just a hot tamale? Just the box. It's the box. I mean, it's literally the package, the box. Oh, now the one I've been trying, I missed out on that I, I'll I'll pick it up here eventually. Um, was they did a White Castle slider, so it's like a it's just the White Castle, uh, you know, mm -hmm. a hamburger box and the little 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 hamburgers like pushing it off its head. Um, 
the, the other fun one they did uh, is uh, it hasn't come out yet is um, Moon Pie. Oh, okay, okay. Which it looks like a little moon pie, and it's got like, um, you know, it's it's actually kind of fun as well. It's a Walmart exclusive, so you know, it's kind of hard to find. This <laughs> <laughs> is not like you can find a Walmart fucking anywhere. <laughs> Exclusive doesn't mean quite what it used to. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, that's an interesting take on what's on your desk is the Pringles pop. I'm going to have nightmares about that one. <laughs> yeah, I would The too. Pringles have two faces. Huh? The Pringles have two faces. And then, of course, this little guy. Kilroy. Yeah. Yeah, see, it doesn't work. You can't turn them upside. It has to come up from the bottom yeah. for the eyebrows to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I haven't been sleeping well already. Please stop. <laughs> I had to kill a scorpion in my bathroom at 3 a.m. the other morning. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we have scorpions. Did you know that? That beats anything we got. We got stink bugs. Not the yeah. same. No. It's like cockroaches <laughs> with poison. Uh, it's like... It's, they're gross. And then once you once you get one, you're like, and they say they come in pairs, so we've been watching for the other one all week. Yeah, it's like slinkies, they won't yeah. in pairs. <laughs> exactly. Except slinkies won't sting you. Did I mention they sting? Because fuckers. Mm. Creepy little <clears throat> motherfuckers. How big? They got, big. He, was about, he, was, he was pretty large comparatively to some of the ones we've seen. Usually we get the little ones, which are the, the bigger they get, the less the poison hurts. So the oh. little ones are the ones you got to watch out for. Because Connor got stung by one of the little ones not long after we moved in. It was hiding in a hand towel. We went, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh. So that was fun. Um, so we've been on the watch for him ever since. And everyone, it's like the other morning, it was like 3 a.m. I had just gone to sleep. I couldn't go to sleep. And I just dozed off. And Laura was like, Rose. Fucking scorpion in the bathroom. So then I had to go get the, the leather gloves and something to catch the fucking scorpion with. Because I don't want to like grab farm and have the motherfucker sting me at three in the morning. Because then that's just gonna ruin my night. So. And then I then I you know kill him and flush him and then I can't go back to sleep because now I'm looking for the other scorpion on the wall. So yeah, it's been a long week. I told Laura the other day. Uh, next week I'm just gonna drink and read and sleep. That's my goal. Well, that yeah. Kristen's like, what do you want to do on this vacation? I was like, we're going with babe and one of her friends. I go, so I'm pretty sure that two 16-year-olds on the beach are not going to be motivated to do much, but... Yeah, they, pretty much, yeah. And they're not going to want you anywhere near them. <clears throat> exactly. So I have proposed 72 holes of championship miniature golf. As you should, the way God Because we're going to a, a tourist trap. You know they're going to be like a bunch of them, and they're all going to be themed fantastically. Yeah. So yeah. pirates, dinosaurs, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps even Sherman's March to Atlanta. Perhaps even Sherman's <laughs> March to Atlanta. <laughs> oh, my God, I hit Tara. It's in flames. Woohoo! Woohoo! <laughs> the little speaker. I don't know nothing about birth and no babies. That's on the 18th hole. <laughs> the snack bar is actually just looks like little antebellum mansions, and you you just go take stuff. <laughs> All 
I'm hungry. I'll be back. <laughs> Take candy from the baby. <laughs> That's right. The last one's a big arch welcome to Savannah. <laughs> got a little flame shooting out of it. <laughs> Savannah Kiwanis welcomes General Sherman. Kiwanis, yeah. Not Kiwanis. Kiwanis. Whatever. Fraternal order of something. All right. We actually brought the entire podcast around. Yes, we did. Yes, so we we're did. We're going to stop there. We should stop there and just label it March to Atlanta <laughs> or March to Savannah. March to the Sea. Bruce and Steve, March to the March podcast. To the sea. <laughs> March the, that's right. March to the podcast to the Sea. There it is. There it is. All right. Enjoy your trip. Thanks. You enjoy yours as well. And uh, we'll reconvene in a couple of weeks. We'll, we'll swap uh, vacation stories and you'll have seen Black Widow and we'll talk about that a month late. And yeah. then we'll go from there. So yeah. uh, and we'll both that, be tanned and rested. Yes. All like, relaxed. Like Nixon. Um, Except I'll have this like white line from wearing a baseball cap. Well, yeah, I have, to, I have to or I'll end up looking like a Klingon. So, ah. um, <laughs> so uh, episode 26 in the books. Uh, check out surfpost.com for all of the uh, socials and stuff. Uh, until next time, I'm Bruce. I'm Steve. And we'll see y'all after vacation, kids. Bye now. Bye.